Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Here we go. Hour three. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, welcome to the program. You missed two solid hours. If you're following us into the third hour, welcome back. Pleasure is all mine. Mark Walters here in front of the Six Hour Platinum Microphone. We're in the Car Firearms Group studios here at AAR Ranch, and it's all being brought to us today and every day by the great X Insurance. Greg, over in Dallas, Texas, you've had a 10-degree temperature drop since the show started. Yeah, absolutely. We're sitting at about 56 right about now. It was 66 when we started two hours ago. You better bundle up when you walk outside. I don't want you to get sick. I'm wearing shorts Monday. Wearing shorts and a hoodie, typical Texas fashion. And flip flops and a gun. I love it. <laughs> Good. Oh, you know what you need to do is go home and get you some Frito pie. Dude. Oh, Frito oh, pie be nice. I love Frito pie, especially with fresh cut jalapenos on. Love Ooh, me some Frito yeah. pie. First time I ever had it was at a Dallas uh, Bucks football game. Oh, twenty five years ago. I've got plenty like, of jalapenos. Frito pie. Too. What is that? Oh man, I came home, made it that weekend. I was like, man, this stuff's good. It's amazing. Love me some Frito pie. Great stuff. Where can people get involved in the chat and then let's get this party started? Sure. If you'd like to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. And you will be in. It's been an active chat, so have fun with that. We appreciate it. I have to start with this. Justin Moon, welcome to the program, brother. How are you? Doing good, Mark. Thanks for having me. Oh, I can't wait to congratulate you because the Bucks County, even now coming off the Rod of Iron Festival last weekend. Now, I've spoken there for the last three or so years, since 2020. Was unable to be there because of some obligations I had this year. But uh, it looks like the Bucks County Beacon went crazy, and you scared the lefties to death. Rod of Iron Festival in Pennsylvania shows how dangerous and deranged this MAGA cult is. The festival, a two-day carnival of MAGA-dripping madness, offered an unfiltered look at the Republican Party's present and future. And then they went in to talk about the crazy lunatics that you have had speak there, like, oh, I don't know, Sebastian Gorka. Alan Gottlieb's name was mentioned, and on and on and on. And then the last line of the article, I think I loved it more than any, God help America if these people seize power. Congratulations, Justin. Well done. Well, thank you, Mark. Uh, we certainly, MAGA certainly tends to seize power in the United States. We're going to get uh, President Trump elected. Yeah, well, I guess the lefties in Bucks County, PA, don't like it. And when you get stuff like this written about you, you know your circle and the target. Brad Primo, welcome in, CEO of Lead Slingers. How you doing, man? Oh, Mark, I didn't even better to have to be two of me. How are you doing? Oh, uh, I wish there was two of you. 
Imagine having Brad, Brad, Neil, and Justin on. That'd be kind of fun. Neil McCabe, Neil McCabe reporter extraordinaire, redstate.com. How you doing, man? Hey, fantastic, uh, Mark. Good to be with you. Let's get after it. Let's get after it. Let's start with, I've got to start with Israel. And here we are a week out now from the conversation that we had last week. And obviously there have been some big changes, not the least of which has been Israeli Defense Forces now amassing at the border, may very well have gone in by the time we're speaking now live across the country on hundreds of radio stations. But they're now passing out weapons to citizens. And as I was talking with Alan Gottlieb about this and with AWR Hawkins, Neil, I'll start with you. you know, a day late and a dollar short, but let me quote what AWR said. At least they're doing something about it. This will never happen again. Your thoughts? Well, earlier in the year, Netanyahu wanted to loosen up the, uh, you know, the restrictions on gun ownership. And there was a lot of blowback, in, as you can imagine. And uh, I'm not exactly sure how far he got, but uh, I was just looking up, uh, you know, where gun laws were in Israel. And this is from 2020, so I think it's fairly current. That uh, There was a ban on so-called assault, assault weapons. There are, uh, to have a gun, you need a psychological examination. There's a government, government tracking number on each gun. Gun permit renewals every six months with a shooting test at a shooting range and an extensive proof, proof for the necessity to own a gun. And this is uh, basically limited to security personnel with some exceptions based on where you live. Israel rejects 40% of gun permit applications, which is more than any other country in the Western world. So there you go. All right. Have a let's, nice day. Okay, let's, let's stop. Right. Let me go to Justin on that. You heard what Neil said. Justin, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to guess, being a little facetious here, but you're probably going to require a psychological exam if you don't have a gun going forward in Israel. I would go as far as saying, after this, their rate of gun ownership in Israel will be higher on a percentage basis than it is in America. And I believe it was a Rutgers study that uh, AWR quoted that shows about 60% of American families own guns. I think that number's higher because I know I wouldn't tell them the truth before I hung up on them. But would you, would you agree with that after what's happened in Israel? I mean, I, I, I can't see at this point them withholding firearms from their citizens moving forward. Well, I, I think the government policy is going to change and that they're going to make civilian firearms uh, ownership a lot easier. But, you know, Israel is a little bit different case than, than, you know, compared to us because there's a universal draft there at Israel, and basically everybody of a certain age group is inducted into the military. And while they're, while they're under military service, they're required to have arms at their disposal. And so, you know, it's I mean, Israel's supposed to have a great... Uh, you know, security service and intelligence service. And it's unfortunate that they couldn't see the arms buildup of, you know, 40,000 troops right across the border, which is kind of hard to understand. <laughs> but, you know, crazy things happen in war. And all's fair in love and war, right? Yeah, it's, I, I, well, Brad, let me just go to you. Your thoughts. Uh, you know, I, I'm always baffled um, anytime uh, Israelis or even Jewish people willingly you know, make themselves defenseless or disarm their people. 
you know, Israel, uh, for as long as it's existed, has been surrounded by, you know, not just, you know, garden variety enemies. It's surrounded by people who have a bloodlust uh, to eliminate Jews and, and Israelis. That's correct. Um, so, you know, maybe they'll learn something after this. I mean, you know, if the government doesn't learn, then, you know, the people are probably going to be, you know, making some battlefield pickups and, and stashing an AK or AR or M16 or something, you know, behind the wall of their house or something just in case. Because, you know, unless they completely eliminate Hamas, which you know, is probably going to be impossible, that threat's always going to be there. And it's not a matter of if they get attacked again. It's going to be when. And so, you know, you'd be a fool to be living in, in Israel and not arm yourself in some way. Well, you better believe that. And, and again, I think there's going to be a change of heart at the government. I, I, I believe that after what happened. Interestingly, you said that you don't think they can wipe out Hamas. Yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're going to stay there until, but the problem is they're going to have somebody else behind them. And I know that's the case. Maybe it's not Hamas. Maybe it's, you know, Hamoose. I don't know. But it's going to be somebody over there, right? Yeah, they they can't wipe out the idea of Hamas. I mean, there's probably going to be a handful that escape. I mean, I'm fairly certain they're going to kill as many of them as they possibly can. There's probably going to be a bunch of them. Um, But, you know, that ethos is still going to be there of some bloodthirsty animals that are going to be at the gates wanting to kill them. That's all true. Neil. Yeah, I think uh, and, and going into Gaza is um, it's like every, it, you know, it's like everything you loved about Stalingrad and Fallujah, um, you know, plus there's tunnels and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and they know you're coming. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't understand the operational security of, of you know, announcing your every move. And then the United States saying, oh, uh, by the way, uh, we just sent in some uh, special forces and, and, you know, SEAL Team 6 are also on their way. And, oh, they've arrived. I mean, I mean why not give them the flight number? Like, they'll be picking up their baggage at Gate 5. I mean, there's, I don't understand the way this response is like a week later. Um, and so we're just going to have to say, the other question I have, you didn't really ask this, Mark, but I'm personally curious. You know, Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor for the United States, said, what, three weeks ago at a forum for the Atlantic, that the Middle East is the quietest it's been right. in two decades, right? Yeah, that was spoken two weeks prior to. Neil, hold that right. thought. Let's, well, we'll go back to you, and then we'll go around the table with that, because he did say that about approximately two weeks before Hamas attacked and murdered thousand fifteen hundred innocent israeli citizens and then i also have something that i want to mention to the group and get a response on well out of time now but we'll do it when we come back but something that was said by a city official in berlin regarding jews fascinating stuff we will continue the conversation three segments to go here in the roundtable it's going to fly by buckle in we'll be right back Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. It's Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Back, Car Firearms Group Studios, segment two 
of an AAR Classic Roundtable. We've got the regular bunch here with us. We've got Neil from uh, Red State. We've got Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms, and, of course, CEO of Lead Slingers, Brad Primo. Guys, welcome back in. It's all being brought to us by X-Insurance and here in the Car Firearms Group studios on the Six Hour Mic. Neil, I'm going to go back to you quickly because you were talking about Russell and the comments he made two weeks before the slaughter in Israel, and then I want to throw my two cents worth in and move it around the table. Go ahead and finish your thought, please, and I've got some another direction I want to go. Yeah, so... So two, three weeks ago, Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor for Jake Sullivan, who was a confidant and senior staffer for Hillary Clinton during her whole State Department thing. And then uh, she, he also carried on in the Obama administration, worked for Biden uh, during uh, the interregnum during uh, during Trump's term. He said that the Middle East was the quietest it's been in two decades, which sort of is like taking credit for the work that Trump did. And during his four years, as they managed to, like, screw it up. But the second thing that's interesting to me is that Benny Gantz, who's a former chief of staff for the Israeli military, the Israeli Defense Forces, and a retired general, and one of the leaders of the opposition against Netanyahu, not part of Netanyahu's government, opposed to Netanyahu's government, he met with Sullivan four days before these attacks. And it's it, it just seems odd to me. And I don't know where I can't connect all the dots yet, but it seems to me that they maybe calculated that that maybe this would be good for Netanyahu or for political purposes, not understanding the degree to which Hamas would go completely off the rails, not understanding the degree to which it would go crazy. And. I, I'm not saying I know anything. I'm just saying these are my questions. But, you know, it's one of those things, you know, I still have questions about Pearl Harbor. But Oh, oh no, no, there's no doubt about it. I know where you're going with this, and, and it's legit. And so, Justin, let me take it to you. What Neil is saying, I, I agree with it. I look at it. Let me go just a step further. The intelligence aspect, huge failure of intelligence. How can you have a U.S. official say this two weeks before this happens? It stinks of cover-up, which I don't think it's a cover-up. Honestly, I think it's an intelligence failure. But how, how and why was it an intelligence failure of this magnitude? Yeah. I don't know. I, well, your thoughts? Yeah. You know, Mark, intelligence failures of this magnitude doesn't happen by accident. I mean, how can you not notice a mobilization of 40,000 fighters and the pre-deployment of 7,000 rockets and you know, paragliders. Did they say it was? They say it had been going on for a year, up to a year, for this. So yeah, yeah. that's usually what it takes to launch an operation like this. I mean, it's, it's it's not possible to hide the scale of the operation. So I I, I mean I for anybody who studied military history or understand how armies work, yeah, I mean it's it's a little bit facetious to say that they didn't see it coming. Yeah, and I, I we're, this is sadly. <clears throat> Brad, you understand military intelligence as well. I, we're never going to get an answer. We will never know the truth, will we? Uh, I mean, probably not. I mean, one of the things that's, you know, I think hard for some people to understand uh, when it comes to things like this, especially when you have um, what appears to be a, a much more powerful army than the, than the enemy, right? So the Israeli army pretty solid army. They have really, you know, a good track record um, versus, you know, Hamas, right? 
Uh, we all know that Arabs generally can't fight. Um, but the point is that, you know, you can have an intelligence failure in the sense that the Israelis probably knew something was coming. But the enemy's always going to have a say in what happens in the battlefield, whether you like it or not. And so they may have known something was coming, but they may not have known the scope, and they probably didn't know the timing. And so, you know, those are two big pieces of trying to figure out and trying to paint that picture of, okay, well, we have some information about, you know, okay, they're bringing some rockets up. Well, how do we know, how often do they bring rockets up? I mean, they could have done, you know, some, some actual good uh, field craft on Hamas's part, bring rockets up, don't do anything, bring them back, bring them up, bring them back, right? We do stuff like that all the time. We move pieces around. And it's, to, it's to, to see if we get a reaction or to establish a pattern that we can then break so we can establish surprise. And so, you know, there very well could have been, you know, some intelligence coming in. You know, I, I don't think that, that Israel would intentionally just kind of stick their chin out there like this to get punched like they did. No. Um, because they've got, they've got a, a mess on their hands. And the thing is that, you know, they're dropping bunker busters and they're, they're you know, basically leveling Gaza. But, you know, in my estimation and what I've read, um, there's no way they're going to be able to avoid sending actual Israeli soldiers into those tunnels to root these animals out. It's no, they're going to have bloody. no choice. It's going to get bloody. It's going to be it's going to be bad. There's going to be a lot of Israelis that are going to die fighting for their country. Um, and it's going to get the Hamas is going to extract the price from Israel. There's no doubt in my mind. It's probably going to cost them everything they have. Um, and so because of that, you know, again, I, I don't think Israel stuck their chin out. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, obviously it's a failure in the sense that, you know, they, they got hit, right? I mean, if it was, I mean, that's a failure, no matter how you want to paint it. Um, and as far as American involvement or what we knew or anything else, you know, given the track record of this president, even back to when he was a senator, the man's a buffoon. He's, he's corrupt. He's been wrong about every foreign policy issue ever since he's been in Congress and as a president, um, you know, just completely inept. And I have no doubt in my mind that, that the world would not be on fire the way it is right now if we didn't have that idiot in office. That is absolutely a true statement. This wouldn't be happening if, if uh, Trump were still in office, there's no doubt. Let me switch gears to this, and we'll start the conversation now and then probably take it into the next segment. But this frightens me. I don't like what I'm about to tell you guys. I really don't. And I'm going to use a small example. Remember talking with Russell Stewart, founder of Beverly Hills Guns. He said L.A. was so bad that officials are telling you not to wear your expensive watches and jewelry out because you're just going to become a victim of crime. That's how bad it is. To which I say, yeah, B.S. I don't want to live my life like that. Now it gets far worse, far worse, particularly because we're talking about Berlin, speaking about anti-Israeli sentiment, in Berlin, when a Berlin official supposedly reluctantly is asking Jews to hide their faith. Neil, we're in a bad place if that's happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the 70s again. And, uh, you know, I, I heard that, uh, you know, I, that people are, I don't know, it may have been on this show where uh, people are leaving their, in Beverly Hills, they're leaving their trunks open. They're leaving the windows down in their car because it's like, hey, rather than break in and bust up the lock on my Mercedes, rather than break the windows of my Rolls Royce, just take what you want. And I, I just don't want to deal with the broken windows. And I remember that's the way it was in the 70s. Like that's people, uh, you know, they used to uh, boost car stereos. 
and CB radios. And uh, people just leave their cars unlocked. And this yeah, is well, we're when, hold on to that thought. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation. I, Neil says the 70s, he's, as far as I'm concerned, is the 30s and 40s with statements like this. The only difference is it's coming from a German government official. Unbelievable stuff. The world's on fire. We'll be back right after this. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at crossbreedholsters.com. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep in bare arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. This segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com slash AAR. You can see everything there. I don't have to tell you this is on sale. It's all right there. Support them for supporting your right to keep and bear arms. That's what this is all about. That's what the show is all about, and that's what they've done for the better part of a decade. MyPillow.com. I've had uh, three, four cutting-edge firewood fires at AAR Ranch, Greg, since Friday. And would, if I wasn't working today, I'd have one right now. Nice. Particularly with the weather the way it is. But I will have an and I at this time of year, I'll build one during the day. Sure. When I'm doing my stuff and working. I'll have a fire going. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy that. It's the way we roll at AAR Ranch. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com has you covered, and they will ship to you anywhere in the country. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. And here's the cool part. Every time you light a fire with the best firewood that there is out there for cooking or for burning, you support the right to bear arms. Face plant. <laughs> it's just a no-brainer. Fall right down on your face. Why didn't I think about that before? Same thing with DefenderCoffee.com. DefenderCoffee.com. Drink a cup of coffee. Support the Second Amendment. It's that simple. All of our partners. HeavensHarvest.com. Ladies and gentlemen, with the way things are going in the world right now, inflation is continuing to rise. A lot of bad things happening out there. We're going to talk with Justin about ammo and gun manufacturing here in just a few minutes and get some ideas from the folks around the table. But if you don't have emergency food on hand, you're behind the curve. Heaven's Harvest has you covered. Just get the, the, get the entree bucket. Just have it. You'll sleep better knowing that it's there. Food, ammo, guns. You'll feel better. I can promise you that. Justin, let's go to you quickly. You heard the headline. We had Neil comment on it and I'm you know, this is a conversation we could carry around the table but I get very concerned when I hear headlines like that and I'm to be honest with you I didn't even read the piece I just looked at the headline and I generally don't like to do that but when I see a headline anti-israel sentiment leads to Berlin official to reluctantly ask Jews to hide their faith Justin this is frightening stuff go ahead Yes, it certainly is frightening, but that's a big trend in all of Europe because Islamic populations in Europe are growing quite substantially, and they're going to make up nearly a quarter of the population there. And as mm -hmm. you know, they're not exactly fond of uh, Jewish people. You know, <laughs> Europe has destroyed themselves with their immigration policies, Brad. I think you'll agree with me on that statement. 
Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, there's there's no there's no benefit, and we I mean the same thing here in the U.S. I mean, like we don't gain anything in Western culture by importing third world poverty. It it, it is a net loss for us. I guess I'm just going to leave it at that because you're spot on. You know, look, I'm married. I, I, the whole Jewish thing, I've never understood hatred for the Jews. I married into, I married a young woman from Sweden many, many years ago back in a galaxy far, far away. And her entire family in the United States was Jewish. I participated in the holidays. I, I, it was just daily life. I've never understood the anti-Semitism around the world, it, has, it never sunk into me. To this day, I don't understand it. Neil McCabe, what am I missing? Well, I, I think what's happening is that after World War II, people basically realized that you know, anti-Semitism was not the way to go and it was not the way civilized people behave. And so you just saw it sort of wiped out. But then what happened is the state of Israel became this, you know, this problem. And so people can't separate, people can't separate support of Israel uh, as different from the Jews. And basically that, that's where everything gets all, all stirred up. And, you know, but, I, you know, when people talk about anti-Semitism, I know what they're talking about. I never, you know, it wasn't in my, you know, it wasn't in my town, it wasn't in my neighborhood. You know, it wasn't in, you know, when I went to college, when I'm, you know, different, I, I, I was in the Coast Guard, I've been in the Army, I, I just don't bump into it. And people tell me about it all the time. I, I just don't know where it comes from. I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of at a loss. I think I would have found it by now. Well, I'm with you. I, I feel the same way. And, and as I said, this young woman was from Sweden. And Sweden is another country that destroyed itself by opening its borders. All you've got to do is look it up. It's bombings. It's all Islamic terror throughout Northern Europe. It's, it's absolutely crazy what Europe has done to themselves. Justin, let's switch gears. Let's, let's move to firearms for a second. I find this, this portion is going to be fascinating because you are the CEO of Car Arms. And you know a little bit about this stuff, far more than the average bear, boo-boo. You know, the firearms industry's had somewhat of a tough year. Is that a fair assessment? Uh, we definitely have seen a pullback this year among, you know, more commodity products. Am I right when I suggest that I think we're going to begin to see an uptick now a lot earlier than we thought we would have in the firearms industry as a result of what's going on around the world? Now, I'm sticking strictly with firearms now. I want to move to ammo next. But with firearms, I mean, you guys were 15, 16 months out at one point. You yeah. think you're going to see that come back as far as orders and the distribution chain? Well, we're going into an election season, and there's a lot more political instability. So right. when that starts falling apart and you know, there's political instability, questions about election integrity, you're going to see people get going out of buying guns and ammo. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of situations happening around the world right now which, which make people nervous. And when that happens, Brad, we see sales go through the roof. When you've got headlines like I just read you, and you've got pro-terror, I, I don't want to call them, I mean, what do you call them? Pro-terrorist rallies. I guess that it is what it is. In mainly Democrat-run cities, all of these people are aligned with the far left. They're all Democrat voters. It would only stand to reason that you're going to see fear and trepidation among the U.S. population, and you're going to see gun sales go through the roof again, Brad. Do you, you share that sentiment? 
Yeah, I do. I think we'll see an uptick, but I also think that uh, in you know Justin probably can speak to this better than I can. You know, watching sales data, I think a lot of people have learned. Depending on how long you've, you've been in this culture, um, you know, I remember the days of the the '08 uh, election cycle and the panic buying that was going on then because it, it looked like we were getting you know Barack Obama. We did, um, and I remember you know that was that lasted for a couple of years when it came to gun buying and ammo, plus you had ammo shortages due to the fact that the, the military was sucking up all the military calibers. It was really hard for civilians to get 9 millimeter, 5.56 and 7.62. Um, you know, so over the years, I think some people kind of figured out, like, you need to buy it cheap and stack it deep. You know, when, when there's not a panic going on, that's when you buy. Um, and hopefully enough people have topped off their, their ammo supplies and, and bought whatever guns they need not the ones they want, but the ones they need, um, you know, in times when they can get them cheaper. Because it wasn't too long ago, you know, I mean, I remember the days when you couldn't touch an AR-15 for a good one for less, I mean, almost $2,000. And then, right. you know, you fast forward and now you can pick up a good one for 800 bucks. you know. Um, so hopefully people have been paying attention. And, you know, I would, I would like to think that maybe there won't be a spike, but maybe a gradual increase because hopefully people all along have learned their lesson and have been buying guns and ammo when it's been cheaper and more readily available. Yeah, let me switch this over to uh, to ammo. But before I do that, Neil, let me get your comments on the firearms industry itself. Then I want to go to ammo because there are some reports out of Lake City that manufacture the M855. Of course, many of us know that as the green tip, 5.56, uh, canceling commercial contracts right now. That's That's discouraging. But, Neil, do you expect to see an uptick in the industry based on our, my questions to you and the answers from both uh, from Justin and Brad? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's not only is because of what they're seeing and going on overseas, but it's what's happening in their own their own backyard, in their own cities. And, you know, it, it's like after every spray shooting, there's a big, they create this gun panic to ban the guns. You know, and that's all you hear in the media. But in real life, real people, they see these spree shootings and they say, I think I need to arm myself. You know, and it's, you know, let's not forget that, you know, 9-11, if there were people with firearms on those planes, there would have been no 9-11. You know, pilots used to be, pilots, if those pilots had been armed in the cockpit, there would have been no 9-11. You got it. When we come back, I'm going to switch over to ammo and talk a little bit about that Lake City. And we've got a couple more topics to try to get in before the top of the hour and the end of Armed American Radio's MonsterCast for this week. We'll be back right after this break. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. 
The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck Holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Dr. Sebastian Gorka letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters. Okay, final segment of Armed American Radio's MonsterCast today. Boy, Greg in Dallas, Texas flew right along, didn't it? Good heavens. 
And tomorrow we're going to get up and we will be here in front of the mic, and I promise you'll we'll see. Here we are again. Yep, it's going to happen. Flies. Just like that, it always does. Welcome back, guys. Final segment here in the Car Firearms Group studios. Mark Walters in front of the Six Hour Mike, filling your prescription for freedom, and it's all brought to us by that great company, X Insurance. Check them out for all of your insurance needs, all of your insurance needs. Xinsurance.com. They protect everything about your life, everything, even some things you might not have even thought you need coverage for. When you do, you can talk to them, and they will put a policy together for you because they are a real AM Best, A-rated insurance company, one of the biggest in the world. That's prime insurance, guys, the real deal. Look them up, xinsurance.com for all your needs. Let's talk about ammo before I go to Jimmy Kimmel. Ammo and Jimmy Kimmel, okay? Ammo first. Lake City plant. You guys might remember a few years ago when the federal government moved to cut off civilian sales of the M855, 5.56 NATO, and two two three rounds produced at the Missouri Lake City Ammunition Plant. Now, the U.S. Army runs that plant. They sell it off to the civilian market. There are credible reports now that they have canceled, moved anyway, to cancel all of their commercial contracts. Now, that represents 30% of the 5.56.223 caliber ammo used by law-abiding gun owners to feed their AR-15s, for example. Now, if that's the case... And we expect gun sales to rise. Justin, let me start with you. That signifies much higher cost, and we all know when that happens, we've seen it over the years, another run on ammo, just like we've seen, well, really ever since Obama, right? Well, if there's another run on ammo, you can come to Tommy Gun, Tommy Gun Warehouse and Guns and Ammo stores. Uh, we'll have we'll have five Boom. by six, nine millimeter. To the brim, by the by the case. Greg, make a note of that. That's where we're going tomorrow. By the way, <laughs> I have a feeling that that is getting ready to happen. Brad, do you share any concerns there? I, I mean, clearly, any of us that own these firearms definitely do because, and it kind of falls right. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the, the administration have something to do with it as well. But I don't know. I'm just speculating. Yeah, I hope I hope you're wrong as far as administration being involved. I mean, I mentioned earlier. I do remember back in the days of. You know, it's probably about 2007, 2007 or so. Um, some of you may remember, you know, the military calibers, 5.56, five, uh, 9mm, 7.62, um, were almost impossible to find anywhere. Yeah. And it was because, you know, the civilian production was basically just stopped because they had to feed the military. Now, you know, I don't know if the military is maybe buying a bunch of ammo right now. could be possible. Um, it, you know, it could be a lot of explanations for it or – you know, it could be the worst-case scenario we're all thinking of, which is they're getting leaned on uh, mm-hmm. to stop production for civilians because, you know, the, the left has made no secret that they they kind of understand, at least the smarter ones, uh, the dumb ones don't understand anything. The smarter ones understand they're not going to have to ban guns. However, ammo is not mentioned in the Second Amendment, and they're going to use that technicality and try to cut off our ammo supply and make our guns useless. Um, that is a favorite tactic they had that wouldn't surprise me if they are trying that. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised, Neil, to see it a combination of both. The administration leaning on them, to use Brad's words, as, well, citizens around the world are watching military operations ramp up. It seems like a perfect opportunity. But again, that's just speculation on my part. It's a unique situation, right? Because the plant itself is owned by the government, but it's run by contractors. And basically the contractors 
you know, whatever the government doesn't buy, the contractors are allowed to sell for themselves. So the contractors would want to make as much as possible, which is the which is basically the arrangement that helps keep the government's prices low because they say, listen, you know, you, you can whatever we don't buy, you can sell on the market at, you know, full boat people rather than get a government price. I'm suspecting that we have drawn down our supplies on Ukraine. You know, I think this decision was made before Hamas attacked, so it wouldn't be part of Israel. But I wouldn't be surprised if we have so depleted our ammo stores for Ukraine that, uh, you know, you know, I haven't heard anything. I, I don't I, I don't know if I, I don't know personally, but I'm I would be curious to see maybe somebody listening knows whether their range, you know, they're going to the range has been canceled. Or uh, they're basically going to play with the razor, the uh, the the you know the laser fire range, and instead of using real bullets. Um, I, I don't have a handle on it, but I think that maybe, like everything else, our own supplies have been severely depleted for Ukraine. Yeah, it's a it's a perfect storm, and we've seen this movie before. We're just going to have to watch this play out. But that is the as the as the old tombstone line goes, that is the rumor. And Dan Zimmerman over at Truth About Guns wrote a great article and compared it going back to the Obama administration, now fast-forwarding to the Biden administration. So you can read that over at The Truth About Guns by Dan Zimmerman. Dan's a great guy, and he, he, he did some really good analysis. So watch his space. He's up on this, and he's made some contacts. Uh, I gotta, let me go to Jimmy Kimmel to wrap up the hour because we'll finish with a stupid leftist. Jimmy Kimmel had a monologue the other day on a show that, you know, I don't watch that crap anymore. I haven't watched it since Johnny Carson retired. But he was, uh, he was uh, mocking Steve Scalise for being pro-gun. He said, he's an interesting person, this Steve Scalise. He was one of the biggest gun supporters in Congress, but then in 2017, remember, he was shot and seriously wounded at a congressional baseball practice by a man carrying a legally purchased assault rifle. And when he recovered and came back to Congress, says he knew nothing. He knew not, that nothing like that would happen to him should ever happen again. So, as his first act, he introduced House Re- Resolution twenty four eighty one that required all baseball players to carry AK forty sevens in their protective cups. Justin, what Jimmy Kimmel clearly left out was that man carrying a legally purchased assault rifle was a lunatic fringe Democrat trying to kill Republicans. Well, yeah, he left that out, but, you know, in one sense, he's right. You know, Scalise should uh, pass a law requiring all the uh, House members, Republicans, to carry AK-47s at a, at a baseball game. <laughs> you better believe it. And, hey, real quick, tell people where to get that ammo now, too, because, guys, the market's going to tighten up, and you've got ammo. Let's let's repeat that Tommy one more time. Tommy Guns and Ammo. Say that one more time. Tommy Gun, Guns and Ammo. Tommy Gun, Guns and Ammo, ladies and gentlemen. Look it up. If you're looking for some of that 223 and you want to get ahead of the curve, now you know where to get it done. Thank you, Justin, for that. Brad, real quick, can't wait to hear your comment on that boneheaded liberal. Yeah, I don't even, I mean, I try not to listen to, I can't stand Jimmy Kimmel. Like, I just, I'm with you. Like, if, I, if I'm up that late, I turn the channel, I find something else to watch, something more worthwhile. Um, Twilight know, Zone his, episodes are always good. For yeah, me. I mean, his, his opinions are invalid about anything having to do with firearms. You know, it, you know. Look, twenty years ago, his stock and trade was showing videos of, of large-chested women jumping on trampolines. That's Don't right. That okay? He is not a serious person. He's not a smart person. He's just a dunce. 
and the media let him get away with it. Neil, couldn't ran out of time before I could get to you on that, but I appreciate you well, being yes, here. When I'm up that late, I'm usually binging uh, YouTube videos of Norm MacDonald or Johnny Carson. All right, there you go. Great stuff. Neil McCabe, redstate.com, redstate.com, redstate.com. Justin Moon, Tommy Gun, Guns and Ammo. Go there and get ahead of the curve. They've got it stocked up for you. What you're not going to be able to get from Lake City, Justin's got for you. Tommy Gun, Guns and Ammo. And Brad Primo, CEO of Lead Slingers. Thank you all for being here. We love you guys. Thanks for being here, making the roundtable what it is every single week, year after year after year. Armed American Radio is going to get up and do it again tomorrow on the Daily Defense, precisely because they don't want us to. So I'm going to leave you with this. Enjoy your evening. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck Holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today.